Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to Professor P's Daily Audio Diary. And it is the 22nd, but this is episode 20, I believe. I'm going to say that this is episode 20. Let me just double check. Yep. So, wow. Um, <laughs> I have still been slashing through a lot of things and I was kind of dealing with this feeling of feeling dead and alive and drifting through space and having no attachments to anything and feeling complete in this space and realizing it was my truth and eternal bliss could be found in this place. But it's like the world mindset, it pushes you out of this. We all don't, or most people don't really have enough time. And I'm always thankful for the time that I have to connect to myself and I've been trying to find ways to really, really center in on what my heart is trying to say. And I've been uncovering so much, it's so many layers, as I always said before, but the divine was working with me on repairing my head and heart connection. And it was like, I felt like I answered this major riddle of life and understanding that life is a riddle. And I had this this kind of random feeling of just feeling sad and shedding tears for people who don't understand that because a lot of people end up taking their lives or committing spiritual suicide, falling off their path because they don't really understand what it's worth when you're going through that middle period of making transitions and changes. And I've been making a lot of internal transitions and changes lately that has been helping my head and heart to reconnect and work together in a way that it never has before. So I've really been grateful for this, but it it didn't come until I was actually healing a bullet hole from my past life that I was still healing. So even when, let's say, someone gets murdered or shot or stabbed, that actually pierces and penetrates through the soul and it carries throughout incarnation to incarnation until recognized and healed on a spiritual level. So a lot of people may have fear, phobias, depression, or distrust against other people because of the fact that they're still carrying some sort of energetic wound from a past life. But I was seeing mine was exactly where it was found on my past life vessel. It went through the back and then out the front of my chest. And I was putting my hand there and I was seeing the tissue, the energetic tissue being repaired. But I was seeing that was why I had a lot of distrust. I was seeing that was why I had a hard time with following my heart because I felt like I did follow my heart leading up to that moment to my death and it betrayed me so I was seeing that the only way that I could really repair this head and heart connection was if I took the time to sit and reveal what this energetic bullet bullet wound was showing me and it was showing me that a lot of a lot of the happiness and the joy that I carried throughout that incarnation was ripped away through that one bullet wound, through that one little shot that I had. And it was hard because I was still battling for my soul. Also, while clearing this out, when you start to begin to detach from the matrix, the matrix doesn't like that. We're all connected to it at first through our cerebellum. There is this energetic tube 
that connects us to these underground tunnels in which they feed off of our loosh, they feed off of our negative energy. I mean, from, from the smallest scale to the biggest scale, like you could watch a, a porn video and that you would be feeding into the mullock, you would be feeding into that negative energy space. But given that these systems are being shut down, as I said before, it's kind of up to us to pull ourselves off of that system. And that's what I've been doing. I've been pulling more and pulling more and then seeing glimpses of the 5D reality and 5D consciousness, you know, because it's not like I can just be thrown in there all the way completely. I have to be tested first and see how my soul responds to that type of frequency because we're not used to things being peaceful consistently. The ego tends to look for problems. So I was realizing that I was still having this battle for my soul. And every time I have been pulled out in the astral, I've even seen that my star family will be breaking me out of these little astral jails or astral prisons, or there will be sentences that I had to pay off karmically that they couldn't even break me out of. So sometimes when we end up doing things that are karmically or morally wrong, we may end up being put in the in the astral jail for a few months. So you may notice that you can't remember your dreams or you have nightmares, or you may like me actually dream of being locked away. So there were times where I was locked away, but recently there was something that was unfair about my sentencing. So I was being pushed out, you know, because somebody was sending me really negative evil eye energy and it was causing me to relapse into this old mode of thinking that was directly causing pain to myself. And this was putting me back into this astral place where I didn't need to be. But because I was fighting for it, I was able to escape. And now I'm kind of able to have the dreams that are helping me to move forward within my journey. And there was this closet full of red flags that that was causing intuitive friction within my energy body. In the back of my subconscious, it was all of these red flags, all of these signs and symptoms of dis discomfort that I ignored throughout my life and lifetimes and how how they how they kind of skewed my intuition. So every time you ignore your intuition, all it does is go back into the subconscious and it, and it it still flashes there because I was seeing them kind of like in this bucket, but the bucket was starting to rot and it was starting to smell. And it was causing this this intuitive tension and friction when it came to me reading for myself because I can read for others like nothing it's very easy but when it came to me reading for myself because I grew up where I didn't really have feel like I had a voice to speak out about my intuitive nudges or if I had a feeling I would kind of push it away because I didn't want people to think that I was looking into things too deeply but it wasn't until I started to fight past that that I saw this closet full of red flags that was really putting a damper on how much I could get downloads for myself. So I've been sifting through that lately lately, and I've been seeing so many things that I've predicted months ago coming together in terms of where I would be at spiritually and what would be coming in for me. So it's very important to sit down and do that soul work and really figure out where where is this pain coming from? Even certain ailments that you have could be carried over from a past life. So I've been kind of just sitting back in and realizing this and what else have, what else has been going on? I've just been honestly 
in hermit mode, really still tying together loose ends, really still figuring things out. And it hasn't been more so on a childhood level. Like I'm moving into a level of understanding the mechanics of why I partake in certain behaviors and why certain past life aspects trickled over into this life. So I'm still kind of doing past life um, review versus this incarnation review. So that's where I'm at within my spiritual journey at this time. So yeah, um, that is, oh, and I was realizing really, really, truly the, the, the purpose of life or one of the purposes of life is to fight, to get back to that state of nothingness is to fight, to get back to that place of eternal peace. There are some days where I wake up and there is literally nothing on my mind. And I remember being so frantic and skittish as a teenager and all this anxiety and racing thoughts and what's to do next. And, you know, even, um, sometimes still dealing with thinking about the future. And if I'm right about what steps I'm taking, I've kind of been working through that more recently, but there are those days where I have absolutely nothing on my mind and I couldn't be more thankful. But then I was also realizing how the ego can tend to get a little attitude (laughs) when, when, when you start to step into that place of no longer letting those things bother you. It's like the ego is, it wants to get upset at the mundanity of life. But it's, it's just not something that it's used to. It's always used to battling something. It's always used to fighting something. And that's kind of what I've been not allowing my ego to do so much. Understanding that it's just an ego, egoic flinch whenever I have that feeling of, oh, nothing is really moving in the way. Like nothing is going to fucking happen overnight. <laughs> But the ego is so used to stimulation and stimulation and something like that. And I've been guided to get even more off my phone and even more, not even just because I've I've always been off of Instagram, but I tend to watch a lot of uh, movies or videos. And I was even getting called to just step back from that and really just allow yourself to drink in the experience of life. And if I hadn't have done that, I would not have came to these certain revelations about this energetic bullet wound still closing and still healing and still needing psychic surgery. So yeah, um, just wanted to hop in and give my quick little update on (laughs) what's been going on with me. It's not really a lot, but I just wanted to stay consistent. All right, peace out.